What is up, wonderful people? Oh, let me check the mic, you guys. There we go. Finally on the right setting, you guys. How are you? By the time you guys hear this episode, it is going to be July 14th. We are on November Revelation, Revelation Revamp. If you're new to the podcast, this is when I share the biggest revelations that I had in 2020. And right now we are in the month of November. We got one more to go, you guys. And then that'll be it. I hope you guys have got some value out of this. I, I have a lot of fun doing this just to kind of go back and, and look what the Lord has done. And I highly encourage anybody else listening to go back. If you, you know, if you have a journal or I, I you know, any type of, if you're taking notes of your spiritual history to go back and look at what all the Lord has done for you, you know, in the past, I swear it will encourage you. It will strengthen you. There is a lot of stuff that you probably don't even remember you guys. And there was so much that I could have shared, but I had to really just stick to, you know, what really stuck out to me. So anyway, you guys, um, let's go ahead and pray. And then I'm going to share with you guys the biggest revelation that I had in November, 2020. So let's pray you guys, and let's get into this thing. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. That's in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that you remind us of your words, of your revelation. Thank you, God, that, you know, we can just position ourselves to be in a uh, a state of mind and a heart posture of just being grateful and thank you, thankful, Lord, for all that you've done for us, all that you've shared with us, all that you've revealed to us, Lord, how you've provided for us, God, and comforted us and restored us and healed us and just all these amazing things that you do for us, Lord. We're so grateful. Thank you for your sacrifice, Jesus. Thank you how your sacrifice has restored us to new life. And, you know, Lord, I just pray bless this podcast today. Um, God, direct the conversation, Lord. You know what I'm going to be talking about. So I just pray that it encourages my brothers and sisters. Um, I pray that it gives them some um, maybe clarity or insight in their own life that they can use. So, Father, just speak through me today, Lord. God, direct the conversation. Give my brothers and sisters the strength that they need and uh, just some great insight into their own life, Lord, so they can continue to, to move forward in the, in the call you have on their life, Lord. So we love you, Jesus. Thank you for this time. And we just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, you guys, so check this out. The biggest revelation that I had in November 2020 was this. God spoke to all through one. All right, and that that's really just kind of packaged up right in a bow. And I'm going to break this down for you guys. I'm going to go ahead and share a story, a little story from my own personal life and just kind of give you some insight that the Lord gave me through that experience and through that, you know, they're just, like I said, through my own life, through the context of my own life. So revelation revamp, God spoke to all through one. Okay. So I've shared with you guys that back in, um, you know, November, 2019, how, you know, the Lord was stirring up my heart to move and the whole process of that, you guys, I've shared it with you and, you know, and I don't know if you guys have heard the story before, if you're new or maybe you're not new and you know, it's kind of, maybe you've heard this, but this revelation in particular has been very important to me. And so when I was sharing this stuff with my husband, he was kind of like, okay, all right, babe. You know, he was on board, but he had his own worries and you know, it was, it was, what can I say? It made sense. You know, if you're looking at it from like the natural perspective, I've shared with you guys our story about, you know, we started a roofing business back in 2009 when the economy tanked. And so we had to move out of the house that we were renting. Our nine month lease was up and we had to go stay with the church that we were a part of in a 
you know, in the duplex that they had bought. And so it was a six bedroom duplex and we went ahead and stayed in one of the rooms. We were there for nine months. We had, I think three kids at the time in a little tiny room, a full size bed, a crib, a bunk bed, and then a dresser that had our computer on it because I was running the, 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 I was doing all the bookkeeping for the business. And so we had to go stay with them because my husband wasn't going to be, you know, when you're starting a brand new business, anybody out there who's started a business knows how long it takes. It takes so much patience, so much perseverance, so much just day in and day out grind. And so the first year we had our business, we only made 10,000 bucks. And when you're a family of five, $10,000 is not a lot of money, especially when you're first starting up. And so anyway, we're staying with these people and, uh, you know, um, and then we ended up living in an 18 foot travel trailer for a year and a half, you guys. And, you know, we had to, there, there's just a lot of, you know, I would say financial hardships that we endured, you know, for, I'm going to say, gosh, 2009 all the way up until probably 2015. So nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, probably like seven years, basically the whole time I was in my old church, you know, we were, uh, struggling financially, not to blame anybody, but that that's just kind of, you know, that's the story, you know, that's the time period. And so, um, my husband, after he had got a really great job, he did not want to jeopardize, you know, the, uh, foundation that we had financially. And so I could understand why he was like, Oh my gosh, I know what we've been through, you know, Lord, I got this really great job. And, you know, he was unsure. He's like, Lord, you know, um, you know, he just wanted to make sure that if I go out there, Lord, that you're going to have a good job for me and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, I'd been praying that God would speak to my husband about us moving and he would just kind of give him some encouragement, you know, in his own, in the way that he needed it, right? That the Lord would speak to him about the situation, give him peace, give him encouragement. And so one day, you know, my husband's getting ready for the day and he comes out and he was like, you know, babe, I was talking to the Lord about, you know, just when we get out there, work and all these things. And, you know, the Lord spoke to me and I, I'm, I've got complete peace about it. Like I'm good. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and he was kind of sharing the things that the Lord was reminding him of. And, you know, uh, I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's awesome, babe. And it was funny because that encouraged me that the Lord had spoke to him because I've been praying for that. And so we get out here and, you know, have you guys ever had the Lord give you, you know, like you read his word and then you're spending time with him. And then he, you know, as you get to know the Lord, he, he gives you, you know, things to hope for in your own life, right? Encouragement, revelation. And so after we got out here, the, the thing that the Lord had spoke to my husband, it did not appear from the outside to that that was going to come to pass or that that was going to, you know, be something that was going to happen. Um, the enemy was very much using, trying to use the outside circumstances to basically, you know, convince me, especially (laughs) that what the Lord said to my husband was, Oh yeah, whatever. And so I remember really struggling, like feeling, starting to feeling, starting to feel discouraged because I was entertaining the lies of the enemy. It's like, if God speaks to you and says, this is what it is, or this is what's going to happen, or he gives you some peace, gives you some joy through that thought that he gave you, right? Because that's the receipt. All right. 
If you're talking to the Lord about something and he gives you some insight or a new thought or a new perspective and you've got peace about it, that thing that he spoke to you, that new thought that came into your mind, that's the truth, right? God, that's, God wants us to stand on those things that he says, the things that he reveals to us. Well, I was in a very vulnerable time coming out here, you know, everything being so new. And so anyway, I just remember, um, you know, starting to really entertain the lies of the enemy, you know, about, you know, the circumstances, like the circumstances were reality, not what God had promised, but this is what it was, right? And isn't that funny how we can bite onto those things? But anyway, so I was like, you know, Lord, I'm really having a hard time, like grabbing a hold of what, you know, like, I know what you said to my husband and I'm really struggling with that, you know, cause like you didn't say it to me. Number one, I'm, it was like, okay, I'm sure that's how my husband felt when the Lord was talking to me about moving, right? The Lord hadn't really been talking to him about that. I mean, I don't, I don't believe so. You know what I mean? But it was just like, it was kind of something that I had brought up to him. So, um, you know, when the Lord had spoke to my husband, it was like, well, you didn't say that to me, Lord, you said that to him. And it was like, so then as I was kind of just pondering this promise and it's like, Lord, can I, can I go ahead and believe this fully, you know, with what you're saying to him? Like, can I grab a hold of that, even though you said that to him directly and you didn't say it to me directly? And it was like, my next thought was, okay, Ashley, when I gave my command to Adam in the garden, did that, did the words not apply to Eve? And I was like, well, yeah, Lord, of course they applied. And it was like, Wow. Okay. Eve was not present when God had talked to Adam about not eating from the tree. She hadn't even been created yet, you guys. And so it was like, okay, you know, the Lord had spoke to Adam. That was the reality of it. Right. And, you know, it kind of shows you, you know, I'm kind of going, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm getting a little distracted, just kind of, kind of going all over the place here, but the Lord didn't say to Eve, he said it to, to Adam. So it's not a coincidence that the enemy approached Eve first, right? And, and that could be a completely different podcast. But anyway, let me go back to my story here, guys. I was like, yeah, Lord, it, it applied to Eve as well. And it was like, Ashley, it's the same thing here. You know, the words that I, that, that he spoke to my husband are going to apply to me because we're under the same covenant, right? It's like when you get married or you take vows to something, right? I'm going to, I'm going to use marriage as an example. Okay. When you marry that person, you're coming underneath the same words in the same covenant period. I'm married to my husband. So whatever the Lord says to him is going to affect me directly, right? And, you know, so we're underneath we're underneath that umbrella, if that makes any sense. If whatever the Lord says to him applies to me. Whatever the Lord says to me kind of applies to him. You guys get what I'm trying to say here? And so being that the Lord, you know, didn't say that to me directly, I, you know, obviously was a little more vulnerable because 
you know, like I said, it wasn't my revelation. And so therefore I was like an easier target for the enemy, just like the same reason that he attacked Eve first. He didn't go to Adam first, right? There's a reason. There's always a strategy that the enemy has when he is trying to uh, create division, you know, and, and try to separate you from God's promises and, and what the Lord says. He, he tries to go for the, the, you know, sort of the weaker one, if that makes any sense. Or, you know, in, in this case, the weak one, meaning that it wasn't said to Eve, so therefore she's more vulnerable, if that makes any sense. Okay, guys. So anyway, it just made me realize how important unity is in a relationship. And that's really what unity is in that way, where you're both living underneath the same agreements, right? The unity of that. Not Unity is not thinking the same. It's not doing the same things, right? That's conformity. Unity is we're living underneath the same principles and the same kind of goals, if that makes any sense, right? And so, and we each bring our own piece to the table to do that in our unique way, right? A, a husband and a wife each have a unique function. I don't do the same things my husband does. He doesn't do the same things I do, but together we complement each other and able to accomplish the greater role, right? In this case, in the context of my life right now, raising our children, right? He goes off, he, he makes the money for the family. I stay at home with our kids. I homeschool them. I take care of the house. I take care of the yard. I take care of everything, you know? Everything that has to do with the house, I take care of it. My husband fixes the cars, he fixes the house, he does all the repairs, you know, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, we have, we each, you know, do our part in terms of, you know, the greater goal of providing for our family and caring for our children and building our marriage and, you know, and that kind of thing. And, you know, so anyway, that's a little side note there, you guys. But I just was like, wow, you know, I never had seen, you know, like I never thought about that that way as far as, you know, God speaking to Adam, right? And how that affected everybody. What he said to Adam affected all, right? I mean, we, we've all seen the consequences and feel the consequences of it, right? In our lives through the death that gets produced in our life, right? The fear, the shame, the condemnation, the judgment, you know, that all came through one man and it affects all, right? But now God is restoring us through one man, through Jesus Christ, you know, and I'm going to share a scripture with you guys really, really quick. And then I'll wrap this thing up. I hope this is making sense. You guys, I'm definitely a little tired today. Um, it's kind of later in the afternoon. It's about 420 over here. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really have an outline for this podcast today, you guys. I'm just speaking from my heart. You know, that's usually what I do anyway. I don't really have a ton of, you know, different notes. It really depends on what's going on, but, you know, I'll have a couple things today. I got nothing. I'm just talking to you guys. So let me find the scripture that I was reading this morning and, you know, one that I kind of was thinking of when uh, I was going through, you know, looking looking for the the revelation that I'd had. So it's in Romans, you guys. I'm looking through Romans right now. Hold on a second. Okay, so this is Romans 5, 17, and it says, For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will, will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as... Through one man's offense, 
judgment came to all men, right? Resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. And then I'm going to read one more verse, you guys. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness, through eternal life, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, right? So the dynamic of through one man, it affected all, right? Sin, death, judgment, condemnation. Now through Jesus Christ, grace, the grace that we need from God, right? The new perspective, the, re the restoring process. That's, that, that's what comes through grace. That's what makes us new. You know, the Lord doesn't see us the way that other people do. God doesn't look at us through a, a final conclusion. He sees what he wants to do in us through Christ being in us, right? So anyway, even so, grace might reign through righteousness, through eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So grace now is supposed to reign our lives. We are supposed to be reigning in this life, you guys. And that could be another podcast. But anyway, just realizing that whatever is said to one, right? Whatever was said to one applies to all. And, you know, it's kind of like when people are sometimes, oh, well, that person didn't say that to me, so therefore I don't have to be involved or or whatever, you know. And that's and that's kind of another separate thing too, you know, but um, it just shows you kind of man's tendency to blame or make excuses, right? But, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it from the, the other side, you know, um, the good plans that God has, the good things that he spoke, right? Back in the day to all the way from Adam up until now, right? Through Jesus Christ, you know, all those things are for, are for us for the taking. Just because you were not physically present there does not mean that God's word does not affect you. You know, just like, just like I go on, like I said, going all the way back to that, to the garden. Even though Eve wasn't there, God's words still applied to her and they were still going to affect her, whether it be them eating from the tree of life or, you know, eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right. So, you know, I just want to share that with you guys. I, I hope it made some sense. You know, eat from the tree of life. We, that is for all of us. That is for you. Um, you can do that. You have that now through Jesus Christ because of what he did. There's no excuse now why we can't believe God, live out the promises, have a, an expectation that God's going to do good in our life because now grace is supposed to reign, not death, right? Not isolation and, and separation from God, but, you know, intimacy with God through the grace that he gives us through Jesus Christ. You know, he lives in us now. It's pretty amazing the access that we have to God now because of what he did and that the Lord would give us greater understanding of how, you know, show us in our life where maybe we are not believing him because, you know, either we're judging ourselves or we're kind of doing what I was doing. Well, Lord, you said that to the Jews. You didn't say that to me, right? I mean, think about how a lot of times Christians have struggled, you know, to really understand, you know, the position that they have as being a child of God. And, you know, you read through Romans and it talks about how, all the promises, 
you know, our, you know, the Lord took away the separation between, you know, the Jews and the Gentiles, all the covenants and all the good stuff that he had for them is for us now as well. But a lot of us struggle with that, right? And so that the Lord would kind of just give us some more insight in our own life to how his words apply to us, even though they were not directly spoken to us, right? God's word is truth. It will reign. It doesn't change. And that the Lord would just give us some more insight. So you guys, that is all I have for you today. I hope it makes sense. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I didn't have any, you know, notes or whatnot. I'm just, I'm just kind of sharing with you guys the things that come to my mind as I was talking to you. But like I said, I hope you got some value out of the podcast today. Thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Next week, we're going to be finishing up Revelation Revamp. And then after that, I'm not really sure where we're going. I think I got some, I got some podcast ideas that I'm going to be doing with you guys, you know, kind of some things that I want to talk about again, that I think are really foundational. You know, I want to do a podcast on religion. I want to do a podcast on, uh, what was the other one I was thinking of this morning? Um, oh, what is that? What is that word? I can't think of it. You guys, Never mind. I'm not going to go there, but there is some really good stuff coming up, you guys. So I hope you continue to, to join in with me every Wednesday. But I'm going to get off here. Thank you for listening. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope it made sense. You guys, I appreciate all your support. If you can, if you're on iTunes, please leave me a review or any other platform that allows a review. If you could leave one, I'd really appreciate it. If you can share it on your um, social media or even just like text it to a friend or something, you know, if this podcast is encouraging you, um, that's how it's going to grow, you guys. And I really hope this podcast does grow. I want to see people be strengthened and encouraged in their relationship with the Lord, walking in their authority and in their purpose and, you know, in all spheres of their life, you know, and I just think that being able to unpack our lives like this is so vital. You know, we're just taking things apart piece by piece, you know, so we can be strong, steadfast, firm, secure in ourselves. And we can, you know, walk boldly in the authority that God, that God has given to us on this earth. So I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, check me out next Wednesday. Also check out my YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement, where I go live. You guys, one of the videos I just did last Friday, they struck, they, they gave me a channel strike. I basically got two more strikes and they're going to take me out. We'll see how it goes. It's crazy, you know, how the little underdogs over here are even getting censored. I've, I've got only like, I think, 235 subscribers. And I didn't think that I would be getting censored as much as maybe some of the um, the bigger YouTubers out there who, you know, are, you know, talking about things that are labeled controversial or hate speech or whatever they say. But... Yeah, they, they gave me a channel strike for some information I was sharing with some people. So, um, yeah, it's just crazy what's going on, you guys. But anyway, I'm going to pop off here. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. Thanks for tuning in, and I will be back next week.